Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hey, I want to welcome you to The Last Days Podcast, and this is Todd and Katie coming to you live. Hey, it's great to be with you guys today. We're here from Johnson City, Tennessee. The studio at the River of Tri-Cities the Church. The beautiful part of Tennessee. This is the beautiful part. Well, not inside the studio isn't necessarily so beautiful. <laughs> but outside, just outside of the window, it's absolutely incredible. We are looking at Buffalo Mountain looming large here and um, yeah, the high spot of this county. And everything on our property looks out at it. If you haven't seen it, you need to come here. And you need to just check things out. You need to... Enjoy the beauty of Tennessee, and uh, it's one of the most gorgeous places on the face of the earth. Yeah, we got a couple of great events coming up too. Revival we have week, Tell them. yes, Revival Week, September 11th through the 16th. And you need to come for that. It's going to be called Beyond the Fire, and uh, and so come and be a part of this Revival Week, seven o'clock yes. nightly. Yes, and we'll be a Sunday morning, 10 a.m. And we'll that that week we'll do probably 7 p.m. And then Monday through Friday, 7 p.m., yes. revival services. It's going to be lit. Yeah. And so make sure you come. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if you're a la- yes, and if you're a lady, we have our um, Vibrant Ladies Conference, October 5th through the 8th. So it's a, a Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night, and Saturday morning. And so we're super excited about that. And, hey, you know, fall in Tennessee is beautiful. So, I mean, you can, you know, enjoy, uh, just get, you know, filled up, blessed, refreshed, drunk in the Holy Ghost. And you can, you know, enjoy the, the beautiful, you know, the leaves changing and just amazing weather and mountains and everything. And actually for the ladies conference, Pastor Lucy Van Valkenburg is going to be joining me. And, uh, she, yes, she is a lady on fire, and she's funny, too. So anyway, we're going to have a great, great time. Um, I'm super excited about both events. Both things are going to be, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. So make sure make you make your plans to be here. Yes. So for the Revival Week, that's the 11th through the 16th of September. Of September and the Vibrant Women's Conference, Ladies Conference. Yes, October 5th through 8th. 5 through the 8th. Yes. Of Great. October. So anyway, so make your plans now. Get your plane ticket. Get gas in your car. Mm-hmm. And find somebody to, to uh, cover for you wherever you normally are. Yeah, and, and just say, hey, I'm going to. Yeah, bring people with yeah, you. Load your, load your car up. Fun little road trip. Fun time. Load a private plane up and fly here. Got an incredible airport. TRI is the airport you can fly into. Mm -hmm. It's about 15 minutes from the church, 20 minutes from the church. Mm -hmm. And um, and so that's uh, Tri-Cities Regional Airport. Quick and And easy. Yeah, American, Delta, United, they all fly in here. Allegiant. Yeah, that wonderful Um, airline, Allegiant, they fly in here too. they got quick, cheap flights. It is, yeah, but there's not too many of them fly in here. From Allegiance, mainly oh, like from true. Florida. Yeah, they fly to Asheville more. So yeah, we got a great private airport that right there too. Yeah, so, so you can uh, you can charter a flight mm-hmm. and you can head in here, 
And um, and so, listen, if Trump could do it, you can do it. He That's flew right. in here with his big 747. <laughs> so anyway, we welcome you to come to these events. You need it. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So make your plans now. Yeah. So you can you can just be continually fed the word and empowered to do the things that God's called you to do and go to another level with God. That's what right. it's all about is just allowing him more access to flow through us so we can do the greater things, not just not just to get another little touch or something, but to be radically changed. We want we want to do things that propel people into the greater things that God has for yes. them. Yes. Yes. And um and that's what that's what these these meetings are about. That's what all of our meetings are about, actually. But um, come and hook up with us wherever you're um, listening from across this nation, even around the world. We encourage you to just hook up and, and join us for these powerful times in the Holy Ghost. And we've got more that are coming up, you know, also, but you can, uh, you can make sh- these plans now. Praise God. Let's talk about some things today, yes. baby. Praise the Lord. We kind of got on that. I didn't know we were going in that direction, but we did. But it was good. good. And um, as we were uh, as we were talking yesterday, not just this morning, we just kind of continued on this morning. But um, m- my wife and I, we you know we'll we'll talk about things that that are rolling around inside of our hearts, things that are springing up inside of our spirit. And we'll talk about things, and as we talk about things, because iron sharpens iron, um, you you know, great things, you know that more begins to come forth, and and you can stir each other up, and and I would encourage uh, husbands and wives, and you know, in the Lord, stir each other up in the things of God, encourage each other to hear you know, what God is, is saying. It shouldn't just be one of you that, that hears everything and, um, and, you know, is the only one that has anything to say, but God should be speaking to both of you. And, you know, my wife, she'll say, you know, hey, this has kind of been, you know, stirring inside of me, and she'll begin to talk, and all of a sudden something begins to get stirred up inside of me, and, you know, we add to it, and then we just go back and forth. And so I would encourage you to uh to do the same thing but we were talking about the the power of god and how it flows out of believers but there's a price to pay right to be able to walk in the greater things of god there's many people who who are christians they have the title of christians and you know and they they have the love of god in them and that's the number one thing, right. numero uno. Without love, you don't have anything. You know, First right. John chapter four, verse seven and eight. You know, talks about how God is love, and mm-hmm. everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, uh, beloved, love one another. That's what that's what it says there. Mm-hmm. And so, that is the primary thing. Um, uh, Paul, as he was writing. Um, to the Corinthian church. He says, now abideth faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And so don't ever downplay love or think that's, uh, that's a low level of something. It's not a low level. That is, that is the greatest. Faith worketh by love. Right. Okay? That's another scripture. So if you're not walking in love, you really, your faith is not 
is not working properly. You right. may think you have great faith, but if you have no love, that's uh, the God kind of love that's flowing out of you, then you know, you're, you're really not operating in faith. You're probably operating in presumption. And so we'll let that sink in there just a little bit. But the thing is, is that we have a lot of people that say, you know, I'm a Christian and I treat people nice and, you know, I do good things. But do you believe that God would work in you and through you to do the supernatural, not on an occasional basis, but for it to flow out of your lives consistently and constantly so that many others notice it mm-hmm. and that everything around you is changed because of what comes out of you. Right. Your job, your community, your city, your state, that region, your nation, the nations of the world. You know, it can. there's no limit to how great the things of God that come out of you can be except your willingness to yield more. Right. That's what it all comes down to, really. Right, right. That's very true. Not... Yieldedness. Um, right. Not... Um, getting distracted or caught up or led away or dictated by the thoughts of your mind and Mm -hmm. of course desires of your flesh and you know when we're in when we get caught up in our mind or we allow that to dictate um, or even navigate or you know anything like that our our life then of course we're open actually to the realm of the enemy. That's well where yeah. he will bring the thoughts is into your mind. Not obviously God speaks to our spirit and so the mind though is the realm of reason. And we have of course our own natural thinking. It's it's great obviously you should think in a way that lines up with the word of God. I'm not we saying you shouldn't. Think first, yes, I'm not saying you don't use your brain. God gave you a brain. He gave you a great mind. Um, there's things, of course, you can do to take care of it. Don't use, you know, don't smoke weed. That makes you super, you know, stupid because it affects your mind. You know, there's things that you can do and, and not do that will help you use your your mind and your brain to the best ability. Um, it's actually, um, we, you know, we use such a small portion of it. And if you're not understanding <laughs> what she's saying, you probably smoke too much weed already. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, we're going to believe with you for supernatural restoration. restoration for sure. Amen. Um, so, but it's important, and obviously it's a whole learning thing. Um, you know, I've been teaching on Wednesday nights how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, of course, many Christians, what they don't realize is they're so in their head. They don't even know how to hook up with their spirit. And so therefore they can't be led by the Holy Spirit or even recognize the leading of the Holy Spirit because they're all in their mind. Okay. And they can't, they'll be in a service and it's like amazing. You're going to have two people. One just gets like obliterated in the Holy ghost and receives so much. And the other, the same exact service, same exact access to the presence of God and everything. And it's just like, they, they feel like they receive nothing or whatever because they can't get out of their head mm-hmm. and learn how to hook up with their spirit man. And so that's vital. You can't be led by the spirit if you don't even know how to yield to him, you don't know how to recognize him, you don't, you know, learn, you, you got to be able to kind of like disengage 
your mind and stop just following there. Because again, the Lord speaks to your spirit, not to your mind. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm led by the Holy Ghost. Um, but actually, they just, oh, how do I say this here? Actually, people participate with the Holy Ghost when other people are led by the Holy Ghost. Because they follow other leaders. That's so They true. follow people who are led by the Holy Ghost. And because they're going in the same direction that someone who is led by the Holy Ghost is going, they think they're being led by the Holy Ghost. Right. When actually they're not. They're just, they're, they're good followers. Mm-hmm. They're, a good, mm-hmm. they're a faithful follower, but they're really not led. Because on their own, they flounder. Mm-hmm. Left of their own, they, they, they're not a fire starter. Mm-hmm. I love it because Pastor Rodney, when uh, Rodney Howard Brown, in case you don't know um, who I'm talking to, talking about. Um, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown down in Tampa, Florida at the River of Tampa Bay Church <clears throat> and um, has the River University. Uh, when we were down there, it was the River Bible Institute. And he would say, you know, of the graduates, he goes, when they come out of here, he goes, we could take any of the graduates, graduates, we can fly them to a remote part of the world, put a parachute on them, drop them in some remote area and come back in three months and a full-blown Holy Ghost revival is, is going on and the area is being, you know, harvest is being reaped. Well, the thing is, is that <clears throat> that should be the case with every born-again, uh, spirit-filled believer. Right. That they should be filled up to the level that they're always overflowing. Right. But most people are just full enough to give themselves a drink. Right. And, and not full enough to be able to overflow so that other people's lives are touched and changed, and that even other people, uh, even a multitude could come and drink for you. Years ago, mm-hmm. God spoke to my heart, and he you know, is basically rebuking me because I didn't hunger for him enough. He said, Todd, you need to eat for multitudes. You need to eat for nations. And, and because what, what I take in myself, I, I need to be able to take in because I know I'm going to be giving out. And right. most people just, they eat enough to preserve themselves. A woman who is pregnant, she has to eat not just for herself, but for her baby also. Right. And, and if she's feeding a baby, nursing a baby after the baby's born, she still has to eat with keeping in mind, I need to eat for the baby, not just for myself. Right. And I need to eat quality, pure things. Yes. It's got to be good. I can't right. allow in myself something that's going to... Junk. Uh, yeah. Junk or something that's going to give the baby gas. Right. Okay. That's true. Because that's right. going to mess you up, you know, coming right. back. But the thing is, is that most believers don't consider what they take in. Right. And how it's going to affect what comes out of them, or even if something is going to come out of them. Right. And most, you, you talk to most believers and you ask them, oh, 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 I remember now. We heard somebody was in a parking lot and, and was, was doing soul winning. Or one of our teams ran across a guy and his son in a parking lot. And he would walk up to people and say, I'll give you $10 if you can quote a Bible verse for me. And he said most, most everybody, even though they were Christians, in name, couldn't quote a Bible verse. 
And so Crazy. that's, that's ridiculous because he had $10 there getting ready to hand them if they could quote a Bible verse to him. And so then he would begin to share the gospel with them. If they don't, if you don't know enough of the word of God to quote one Bible verse for $10, you don't have God in you very much. You just really, you've got a tag, you have a, you have a, a, a Christian hashtag, I'm a Christian, but you don't have an experience. Yeah. And you need to read your Bible. And memorize scripture. Absolutely. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Theirs was hidden so much they couldn't even find it. They forgot the passcode. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Right. And and so these people didn't know it. But, But that's very, very typical. Right. You find a lot of people out there uh, soul winning and everything like that. I remember I've come across people before, and you know, they've been sitting on the hood of their car. I walk up to them in a parking lot, and they're they're you know smoking a, a cigarette sitting on the um, the hood of their car. And I say, hey, I'd like to um, ask you a question. Did anybody ever tell you God loves you? Has a wonderful plan for your life? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know God loves me, and I'm, I'm you know. And then you you begin to go on with a, a soul winning script and. And, you know, you, as you talk with them, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian. Um, and so, you know, you find out, okay, well, you know, where do you go to church? Uh, I can't remember the name of the church. I can't remember the, meanwhile, they're blowing smoke in your face the whole time. <laughs> they can't remember their pastor's name, the name of the church, nothing to this. It's just, I've just got some brain fog now. And so, you know, you no don't doubt. have a very deep experience. Okay. And you're not giving anything out except smoke. And so, you know, something about your life has got to be changed. And so you have to, you have to take in so that great things can come out. You need to be known by what comes out of your life. Right. That's what you should. I mean, because people who have bad breath, they're known for their bad breath. That's true. Because that's what comes for them. And everybody around you knows it. You may not claim it. I don't have bad breath. Yeah, but everybody around you knows it. (laughs) Because you can ask people, you know, how have I affected your life? And, and they, there should be something, there should be something that is supernatural that they, they could tell you that comes out of your life. Otherwise, you don't have a deep enough, deep enough experience. Right. Otherwise, what's coming, what's, what is whatever coming forth from you is very shallow. Right. You're not, you don't have the river of God. You got a little, a, a little tiny trickle, creek, crick, right. whatever. Right. And, and there needs to be a flow of the Holy Spirit out of you. Yes. And so what is restricting that? What is keeping that back? Mm-hmm. Most people haven't pressed in for a great, great enough revelation of who Jesus is. They've got right. enough for themselves mm-hmm. so they can survive. You know, you can, you can be by a creek that has just a little trickle, and it's enough water for you. But you mm-hmm. can't feed a family. You can't let a family drink. You can't let a community drink from that. Yeah. There's not enough. Right. And most, most Christians are a trickle. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are a trickle of, of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Where God needs, Jesus said, you know, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Where are the rivers? I'm asking, where are the river Christians? Right. Where right. are the river Christians? And a river doesn't have times where it's flowing. It's mm-hmm. always flowing. Always. You know, we got right. a river just down the street from us with the Watauga River. It's always flowing. There's right. always, you got the rapids, you got the, the, the flow, always. People fishing in it, trout fishing in it. It's all, there's always a great flow. Always life. 
always life because it comes from up in the 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 top part of the the Appalachians up by up by Boone. That's where that mm. that the Watauga starts, um, the foot of Grandfather Mountain, and um, and so that's that is there's a constant flow, and so what is coming out of your life, and are you letting it? Are you letting it flow or are there blockages? Are there things that you've allowed in your life that, that keep that flow from coming out of you? And so that all that you really, all that you have is something that some, you got from somebody else, mm-hmm. not from spending time with God, not through that, like you were talking um, in, in, uh, during the series about intimacy, mm-hmm. not, not through intimacy, because it's just like I'm sitting in a service or I, I listen to a podcast. I got that. And it's nothing wrong with listening to the podcast, nothing wrong with sitting in a service. But what are you getting in, during your times? Mm-hmm. I mean, you ought to hit. I, I remember Dad Hagen when I was in school, and he was talking about prayer. And he said, pray till you hit a gusher. Mm-hmm. So that's an East Texas colloquial term. <laughs> pray till you hit a gusher. And I, I remember that, and I was like, Lord, I've got I've to go somewhere when I pray. I've gotta, right. I want it to really, really be powerful what right. I tap into. Right. And, and if you think about it, even relating to natural ways, if they're digging for water and they're digging for a pure, the, going to the go source deep. of it, you got to go deep until they find that, that flow or they get that gush or the same if they're drilling for oil or whatever, the pure things, whether or it's deeper. of the spirit or of the natural, they're always deep. You pay a price for that. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you effort. It's going to cost you time. It's going to, you know, cost, it's you're going to have to establish discipline or things like that, but it is so worth it. And I think a lot of times people relegate that they'll, they'll give an excuse like, okay, well, I'm not called to fivefold ministry or that's not my personality excuse. or I'm not outgoing. Excuse. Exactly. Not realizing that this is for every single Christian mm-hmm. and your call and your the, the special purpose that God has for you depends actually on this one thing. It depends that the potential of it is all found in you hooking up to God through an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit and allowing a flow. You first receive the flow and then it goes through you to other people and then it begins to expand. Your realm of influence grows Mm -hmm. because you can't give away something that you don't have. Uh Obviously, when when you are connected to the source and you then you know you you hook up in a big way you learn to yield to the holy spirit again because your mind then the the things the distractions all those kind of things will limit the flow it'll constrict mm-hmm. but when you learn to live out of your spirit you hook up with god learn how to live out of your spirit and then let that flow come. It goes in a bigger and a bigger and a bigger way, and you make more and more impact. And you'll realize that regardless of what God has called you to do, it will it will be a you will be a source of blessing to everybody that you're around. So when you're when you're a teacher, when you're um, a mother or a father at home raising your kids, that flow will go to your kids. It'll go to your neighbors that you're around. I mean, it'll extend to your family. It just increases and increases. So regardless of what your calling is, 
whether it's, you know, a mechanic or I have a graphics business or I'm a minister or I'm an engineer, whatever it is, that flow will, will bring creativity. It'll bring blessing. It'll bring, bring increase to every single thing that you do. I mean, if you think about it, even when we go to a restaurant, there is no comparison when you have a waiter or a waitress that there's a, they, they love what they do. You can tell that they're passionate about what they do. Oh, it may yeah. not even, maybe even it's a temporary thing or whatever. So I'm saying like, whatever it is that you're called to, you hook up to God and it blesses everyone else. Because you know, when you, when you have a great waiter or waitress, I mean, you just want to give them a, the most amazing tip, but I mean, it's just such a blessing. You know, I've said to, to when, because sometimes it's actually a rare find, but when you have someone that actually remembers what, um, Order. what you order they 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 are there it's like they're almost there before you even have the need they they're watching that oh you need a refill right now oh you need an extra napkin oh i just realized this sauce would be great like hey would you like it would you like to try this i mean with with what we have oh we've got this amazing you know special dessert today or whatever i mean they're on it and it's it it goes so far beyond okay i'm here to bring you a plate of food Exactly because their right. heart is in it. There's a flow out of it. So whatever it is that you're doing that God has called you to do, sometimes we're in a bit of a of transition with that or or whatever, or you you know you are full on in the perfect calling that God has for you. Wherever we're at on the on those on that stage, whether you're um, someone who has just gotten saved or you've been saved many years, of course, there should be, um, we should see great increase. The fruit begins to produce at another level. The sweetness, the nutrients, the denseness of the minerals and everything, all of that should be, we should see the fruit of increase in our life. That's exactly right. That is exactly right, and you have to you have to pay a price for that, mm-hmm. and you have to you have to say you know what I'm going to I'm going to allow there to be a great flow out of me, but not just not just sometimes, but consistently. Consistent. Right. A lot of people a lot of people are more like a flood than a river, right? Because occasionally they'll they'll press in to get something. And then, and, and then they show up at work and all of a sudden they're just like, and and, and people are like, whoa, 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 well, I've been, I've been in revival and I need to let, you know, I need to, you know, let, let this flow out of me, da, 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 da. Well, you know, you ought to be a source continually, not just because you got, you know, you went to some special meetings or you, you know, there was a revival or something. And, and so a lot of people are just like, occasionally, you know, they, they just come and they flood everybody around them. And it's not that the water's not good and it's not great to have that. But the thing is, is that you need to be established. There needs to be a river flowing out of you consistently. You know, the flood is what starts things. And then rivers are what is established because a groove is established because there's a consistent flow and it's going in the same direction. That's because you know what your calling is and you keep going for it. You keep going in that direction. You go in that direction. You go in that direction. You come to, you know, around us and you see these people, they know where they're going. They're heading in a direction. And, um, and many and rivers have tributaries too. And right. so, you know, you can have, you know, something that's going off of the side over here, something that's going off of the side over here, but it's not just random floods. Right. I mean, we have we have purpose. We're going in a direction and we're going to and we're going to establish something. We're going to 
<clears throat> we're going to provide power because you can hook up with the river mm-hmm. and a river is going to, you're going to be able to hook up with power and everything like right. that. You go around this, these areas, you got a lot of old areas and you find, uh, you find places with water wheels still. Right. And um, I mean, just, just over in Jonesboro, the next little mm-hmm. burg over here, you go find some businesses and, and even old houses that still have water wheels mm-hmm. because that's, that's the way the, the energy was generated and it provided electricity for their business or for their home. And uh, you, you see, hey, it, that's, that's what happened. And that had to be a, there had to be a consistent flow for there to be power coming forth. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times people, they want to be used by God in a great way, but they won't be consistent with allowing the flow of God to come out of their lives mm-hmm. because they're not following after him. They're following after another person. I had to get to the place where I hungered so much for God that I had to get my own revelation. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just be, be living off the revelation of somebody else. I've got to allow God to speak to me. I've got to hear directly from him, and I've got to speak as the oracles of God. When mm-hmm. we pray before this, before we started the, the podcast here, we prayed and said, Lord, you know, this is what we want. This is what we're expecting, to be able to speak as the oracles of God, because that's what the Word of God tells us. Right. And so, and so <clears throat> that needs to come forth from our life, but you've got to see where you're going and you have to be following, you have to be following the Lord, following the good shepherd and, and he will lead on and you've got to, you've got to go in that direction and, right. and not just follow somebody else. There's the old saying, if you're not the lead dog, the scenery never changes. And a lot of times people are like, wow, you know, my Christian life is just the same old, same old, same old. That's your fault. Because you won't, you won't persevere. Right. The thing with pack dogs and those those ones that that are sled dogs and things like that, it's the best, the most powerful dog is the one that gets promoted to the to the lead dog. Right. And so they'll change them up and they'll realize, oh, this dog here, you know, he's he's taking the lead now. Mm-hmm. And so the first place dog gets pulled back to second or third place, and and the other one who has learned, you know what, hey, I've got to. I've got to pull more. They're put in the front. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how promotion comes with the things of God. You've got to hunger more. You've got to press in more. You've got to say, you know right. what, God, I'm believing you for the greater things. You can't just hope to be used by God in a powerful way. You've got to press in to be used by God right. in a powerful way. Right. You've got to realize his power is the real power. Right. And, and you can't mix that power with any other power. Right. For it to be pure. You were talking right. about there needs to be a purity. There has yes. to be a purity in yes. the flow. Yes, and you pay a price for that. That means that you're not going to just dabble in whatever. Mm-mm. That's why we don't we don't do things like we don't, you know, go watch horror films. No, we don't never. we don't participate in the dark realm. The things of it. We don't even even things that, you know, a lot of Christians would be like, Oh, I just love those Harry Potter books. Why, if you have an understanding of the supernatural power of God and the presence of God, then you actually then then understand the difference. First of all, there's a vast difference between God's realm and the demonic realm, but you also understand the danger of doing anything, of participating in the demonic realm. Yeah. And if you're not going to pay a price and stay pure, then you're not going to be able to be trusted with the power of God and his anointing. 
Absolutely. You can hear all kinds of messages. You can read books. But until you participate in the power of God and you you understand this flows through me, it's real. Right. And we've experienced that. Right. And we've experienced it here. We've seen it flowing, well, all the time here at the, at, a, at the River of Tri-Cities Church. But, you know, long before that, when we were on the road, we were evangelizing, when we pastored in other places, when uh, we'd been on down in India and we're doing mass evangelism crusade, you know, we saw the power of God manifest all the time. And we knew there is the real power of God. Yes. And if there is the real power, there was always the counterfeit. Right. And you can tell the enemy always wants to poo-poo the counterfeit. He wants to make you think that, oh, it's not really all that. I know it is that. I know there is the real power of the enemy, and, and I will expose it. But I won't play with it. I won't dabble in it. And so right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like... Harry Potter Christianity. I am against Harry Potter Christianity. Right. Christians who dabble in things that steal the power of God. Right. And the reason they do it is because really they've never allowed that power of God to flow through them. Right. They've they they dabble they dabble in arts of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Things that 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 the enemy has his fingers in right. and they participate in it. And they just think it's not going to really matter. It's just a little bit. You know, only it says in the Bible, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Right. You don't have to have a lot. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you won't, you'll never rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. Why? I've got a little bit of leaven. Leaven in the Bible is referred to, is in, is connected to sin and uh, in the connotation of it and the way it's used throughout the Bible. And so we have to, we have to understand that 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 the things of the things of God are are so are so very very powerful and they're available to you but you've got to pay a price right and you've got to get rid of that right you got to get get all of the leaven out of your life anything <clears throat> excuse me anything that causes you to rise in the things of the world mm-hmm that will keep you from the power of God. Right. Because the power of God is pure. There's nothing artificial in it. Right. It's, it's the real deal. It's dense. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. Yes. It's like the glory of God, the kabod, mm-hmm. known as the heaviness of God. Mm-hmm. It's just all compact. That's why uh, unleavened bread was what the, the representation of it, you know, was was what the the Israelites had to have in the in the Passover meal because there was not an additive mm-hmm. and and many times we have a lot of different antichrist additives mm-hmm. antichrist additives and that word antichrist doesn't mean against Christ it means the substitute of Christ mm-hmm. that word anti mm-hmm. okay look it up I'm not, I'm not messing with you. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. It means the substitute of. And so the reason there's been such a spirit of Antichrist even permeating the church and the body of Christ is because people are substituting the power of God in their life for, for this, little, this little thing over here and that little thing over there. They've, they, they're feeding on things that actually cut down the power of God, mm-hmm. thinking that it's something little. It's not going to matter. The Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Right. 
And so you're allowing small things to come in. Well, I still go to church. Okay, good. I still give. Okay, good. But are you manifesting the power of God? Or have you just become another nominal Christian? Well, I still, you know, people still know that I love them. Okay, well, that's good. Are you, are you winning the lost? Are you healing the sick? Are you raising the dead? Are you casting out devils? This is what the power of God is about. Read the Gospels. Right. Because if there's not the power flowing out of you, something in you is shorting the power of God. Right. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.